We've got back-to-back action here on the Canes Insight Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ariz, here with D-Money, and we're coming at you again because we have more big news for the Canes on the recruiting trail. The man who's been all over it, D-Big One today, and and literally and figuratively in Artavius Jones committing to the Canes. Yeah, we had a feeling this one would be coming. You had the the story lined up. I I was trying to contain my excitement because this is one of my favorite players in the class, and I wanted to scream, hey, we got good news, extra good news coming because obviously major need at defensive tackle, but this player in particular to me is he's a four-star player. He's knocking on the door of the top 100. I think he's still underrated. Artavius Jones out of Bluntstown. Um, I do an exercise every year because I'm a draft fanatic. Every year after the draft, I go back and look and see – the high school film of the guys who ended up making the first round, especially guys that maybe weren't as touted, you know, the obvious five stars and almost invariably with the linemen, the trends you notice, they play offense, oftentimes skill position. They play other sports and they had that athletic ability, especially from small towns. Perfect example, your boy, Titus Howard, first round pick uh, represented by Peter Reeves. And he was what he played in high school, Peter. Quarterback, yeah. So, Artavius Jones, just for some background, those who don't know, from Bluntstown, Florida, on the panhandle, this is a guy who played defensive tackle, obviously. That's his position that he will play in college. But he also played H-back, caught touchdowns, ran for touchdowns. He played offensive line, played basketball, averages 10 and 8 on the hardwood. Watch his basketball highlights on huddle. The guy's got some finesse. He's not just a bruiser. He can move through the discus, through the javelin, uh, Shot put, I believe he also was a power lifter, is a competitive power lifter. You see the guy, six foot three, six two, six three, thick. We've seen him up close on the visit. And I, I talked to somebody who's around him on the visit, and they said this guy is he is a defensive tackle. There's no size question. Sometimes you see the listed size and they show up on campus and you say, Who, you know, who who evaluated this guy? Because they're smaller than they expected. That was not the case with Jones. He's got the size, athletic ability, the film does not lie. And small town guy from Bloodstown, so maybe that's why he's not a five star or a high four star. But to me, this guy's underrated as a four star and is re- and is a and is a top one fifty player. That's underrating this guy. I think the guy's a blue chip player up there with the other defensive tackles that we're recruiting. Huge, huge get for the Miami Hurricanes at a position that they've circled as the key position in this class: defensive tackle. He has the thick build, like you said, but he moves like a guy who was a leaner, lower half, very explosive. Just talking about the recruiting battle in itself, you go into Bluntstown, which is in Florida State territory. Florida State was a school that he was looking at, as well as Tennessee, UCF. I know he he's visited as well. So this win on the recruiting trail, again, we talked about the momentum with JoJo Trader last night. But D-line has been a position that's been much maligned in terms of the recruiting, recently missing out on some guys. What does this signal moving forward? What this signals to me is that Miami is not just getting defensive tackles. They're getting defensive tackles from the south because obviously Bluntstown's in Florida, but that is the south. Miami used to get guys like this in Florida. I'm thinking Jimmy Jones, Swamp Thing, who ended up playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Jerome Brown from Brooksville. You know, these are the type of guys Miami used to get on the defensive line. Nowadays, those guys tend to go SEC, like Jalen Carter from Apopka, who went to um, who went to Georgia. You know, Warren Sapp was from Apopka. So Miami's getting back to getting those kind of guys who have been going to the SEC since really the emergence of the SEC 
in the 21st century. So that to me is huge. Miami's not just after him from the South. They're after uh, Kamarian Franklin, who they're making some very positive moves with. A lot of momentum with him, who's a defensive tackle from the, the Memphis side of Mississippi. So, or sorry, the Mississippi side of Memphis. So that is a, a, a statement that you can get guys not just from your hometown, not the Leonard Taylors from Miami, but also get big-time defensive tackles from enemy territory. So a huge get at a position that Miami said defensive tackle was the critical position for this class. They've circled it. David Stone, Ohio, it looks like a lost Oklahoma. Uh, Jaden Jackson, Oklahoma. There's some losses there when you're battling big. But Miami wins a big one here, and they're still swinging big, and a lot of momentum with Kamarian Franklin, again, from Memphis, and um, Aiden Breland. That one's still alive, very much alive. Not done, but very much alive out from Los Angeles. So got one defensive tackle in the boat. Kamarian Franklin, I think there's a lot of momentum there. And Breland still in the game there. So those are the defensive tackles Miami's monitoring at the moment. So Miami now moves up to the number 14 class in the country in the 247 sports composite rankings up from 16, which they were at 21 yesterday. So between the JoJo Trader and Octavius Jones pickups moved up seven spots in one day. Just looking ahead here, obviously you've, you just meant, mentioned some names there at the defensive tackle spot. But in general, you made up a post today about momentum, and we had started to allude to something potentially happening last night on our live show and also in the podcast. But when you made that post, was this what you were alluding to, or do you believe there's more to come in the, in the next few weeks? So I, you know, we knew these two were coming, right? Um, I don't know of any imminent commits as far as they're done. But if you ask me who I'm looking at, LeWayne McCoy from Florida State, the Miami Central kid, obviously played the Miami uh, Garden Ravens with the Purple Machine, all these guys we've been talking about. Go look at the JoJo Trader um, commitment video for a uh, reaction video from yesterday. You can like and subscribe to the podcast. You get all that stuff. You get the live from yesterday, the JoJo Trader reaction video, the Derek Plaz interview. Remember to log in to, and, and start an account at Kane'sInsight.com forums. Those are going insane right now with the, with the GIFs and the celebration and the rumors and the excitement. You got to sign up there. Posts are flying. Kane's.insight, Instagram, uh, the whole nine. But, anyways, I think in terms of guys I'm watching, Luane McCoy, Miami Central wide receiver slash defensive back, potential flip from Florida State. Camarion Franklin, that one might not be imminent because he's coming on the visit to the barbecue on July 30th. That's more of the target time if there's going to be some action there. But I like the direction Miami's going with Camarion Franklin, five star defensive tackle from the Memphis uh, area. Also, guys I'm looking at, Chris Cole. I think Miami's making good momentum there with the linebacker from Salem, top 100 player, nephew of Rohan Marley. Miami, great. Zaquan, uh, Zaquan Patterson, the safety from Chaminade. Obviously, you got JoJo Trader. Zaquan Patterson, very close to him on Chaminade. A safety Miami's been after for a while and loves. I think Miami has a lot of momentum with him. Uh, Papa Alfua, the offensive lineman from Seattle. That's a battle with Utah, but... And there's swings back and forth. But I think Miami right now is swinging. So that's a name to keep an eye on. Again, nothing, none of these are done or even you know close to done necessarily. But Miami's swinging there. Um, those are names I'm watching as far as momentum. And I'm and just hearing, you know, again, good things. I think the big-time battles, which are going to be true battles, and Miami's in them. Breland, Aiden Breland, uh, defensive tackle out of Los Angeles. Dylan Stewart, defensive end out of Washington, D.C., 
Miami's going to give those their best shot. They have great relationships there. Again, are, are they leading or anything like that? Who knows? I bet a lot of people feel pretty good about those guys. Those guys tend to give good feedback to the teams recruiting them. But Miami's in those battles as well. Those are tougher battles. But Miami's in those battles as well. But in general, the momentum around the program is strong. Uh, this commit today is huge. Josiah Trader yesterday is huge. So you want to like and subscribe to the podcast and get on this forum and just keep refreshing because I got a feeling this is going to be a run that will have significant movement before camp starts. And obviously, once camp starts, you're going to have practice reports and all kinds of exclusive info here on the podcast and on the website that you're not getting anywhere else. But even before then, I think recruiting is going to be hot and heavy for the rest of July. And I think Jeremiah Smith, you know, he's probably another name that 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 is going to be bringing a lot of buzz to the message boards throughout the season for sure. So he's probably another name to watch there. Well, again, just go down the list. If you land Lewayne McCoy, you already got Trader. You get Zaquan Patterson. You already got Vincent Shavers. You already got OJ Romanus Frederic. You already got uh, Ryan Mack. These are guys that played in the same youth program, some of the, some on the same high school team as Jeremiah Smith. He's going to be the last man standing. He loves Miami. He's a Hurricane fan. His uh, cousin Geno Smith was coached by Shannon Dawson, loves Shannon Dawson, made some positive tweets when Shannon Dawson was hired. If there's any signs of life on offense, I believe Jeremiah Smith is firmly, firmly in play for the Hurricanes. This is all just part of the puzzle. But these guys are great in their own right. JoJo Trader, again, listen to the reaction pod yesterday uh, for our thoughts on him. But today's about Artavius Jones, the defensive tackle, who, if you look at the defensive tackle recruiting from Miami, Ahmad Moten, where they got in the transition class, they beat Venables for him at Oklahoma. Venables is salty. You know, he's taken some from us. We've taken some from him. Ahmad Moten is one that Cristobal took from Venables, and he looked very good in spring. Beat Matt Lee, the the super talented Miami center several times. He looks like he's going to be a major rotation player at the least, but that's one player. Josh Horton, who they got this year, feel very good about his athletic ability. Stole him from North Carolina um, later in the process. Late blooming kid had an unbelievable senior year. Watch the Josh Horton senior highlights. Get excited about him. He's causing some buzz now that he's been here for, for summer workouts. Great prospects, but only two. You need numbers at defensive tackle. You've done a lot of work in the portal, but you need young talent. And this guy, Artavius Jones, is is an SEC player all day. And people don't like when I say that kind of stuff, but SEC is where the defensive tackles go these days. Miami needs to get back to being defensive tackle U. This is the home of Jerome Brown. This is the home of Warren Sapp, Cortez Kennedy, Russell Maryland, Vince Wolfork. That's what Miami is built on is defensive tackle play. And this guy right here with his athletic ability, his, his width, um, and just the tenacity he plays with fits right into that tradition. Well, I'll be working to get Artavius Jones on the podcast. I, I've been sending you screenshots, D, over the last month or so. He's been liking a lot of the Canes Insight Instagram posts as well as some of his family members. So uh, that might have been a, a sign right there. Yeah, get on Canes.Insight Instagram, and you'll be seeing stuff like that, you know. So so sign up there. Also, you want to get some money this uh, this summer. Sports are kind of low unless you're a baseball fan like myself. But if you are, even if you are a baseball fan like myself, you can make the games even more exciting. Start playing Underdog Fantasy. Promo code CIS. You get $100 free to play and, and really start sprucing up your summer with some daily games uh, of all kinds. Uh, you know, fights. You can get them on there. All kinds of daily fantasy plays. And uh, $100 free. Just writing promo code CIS. I can't stress enough. Sign up for the forums if you're not there already because there's – let's pull it up right now. I always like to do this. It is 531. So this guy committed, what, 30 minutes ago? Yep. 
So let's see how many posts on the thread. Already got 95 posts, 3,000 views, 30 minutes. So, you know, these things move fast and, and hot and nothing comes faster. Even this is faster than Twitter. And there's no rate limit on canesinsight.com. 6.3 million posts and counting. D-Money, thank you for your time as always. Big pickup today and more to come. Stay, stay locked on canesinsight.com. Go Canes.